Welcome to the Perfect Time Podcast with Christy and Lindsay. Grab your coffee and let's chat mindset. In these mini episodes, we talk about how now is the perfect time to get in the best emotional, mental, and physical shape of our lives. Our minds are the most powerful tool we have. So let's grow together. Christy, and we have a new buddy today joining us for our first interview, Michelle Persichetti. Hi! And we're so excited to have her join us. I'm so excited to be with you guys. Yay, this is perfect. We are at Bar 3, sitting down with coffee um, on little Bar 3 mats and just hanging out. And super so, casual, super <laughs> casual. It's casual very, conversation. But so excited, and Michelle is such a good friend and said that she would join us for our first interview slash conversation because we wanted to have some of our friends come along especially ones that have been doing a lot of mindset work and growth in the past few years and she is just such a cultivator of growth and energy and all bright fun things so anyways Michelle we're so happy to have you and um, Michelle Michelle like connected Lindsay and I together that's how Lindsay and I met was through Michelle did you realize that Michelle yeah did you know that you did that I mean I think kind of I did but sometimes I don't know if I actually know that. But I think when I've met both of you, like, I think something that I have always loved to do and been able to do is kind of, like, see the light in other people and, like, want to grow that way. And I think I know when I met Christy, like, um, it was through a network marketing company. And I just was like, oh, my gosh, like, everything about her is interesting. And I think she would be really good at this business and so that made me like want to know Christy more not only because I thought she'd be great at the business but because like you naturally want to learn from Christy and I feel like that was kind of like the same way about Lindsay when I met you like I'm just very interested in people and I feel like you and I instantly had a connection we loved to write we loved words and you know we loved each other through those words and I feel like we instantly were able to go like really deep with our thoughts and feelings as friends. Okay, and sorry to pause you for one yeah. second. So back up for a second. So you and Lindsay met, and you were writing what? Wait, like, no, wait, we met through Beauty Counter, but on completely different teams. And okay. then, but like, actually, this is funny. This, this is, is so kind cool. of how we met, too. Mm-hmm. We both followed each other. It was Facebook back then. And we each had our pages and blah, blah, blah. And both you and yes. I were kind of like, we were like writing a lot of things. We wanted and to do you, something with writing. Well, no, I know, but I remember you were like, maybe we could write together. And I was like, like so excited. And I felt so, it was just really fun and out of the blue because I've always dabbled in like trying to start a blog and blah, blah, blah. And then that was really fun. So then we did write together. And actually, I I showed uh, Michelle this before. I always wear this bracelet she got me. And it says, if a story's inside of you, it has to come out. And it's just been so fun to see how our journey like we met we started writing together and I still think that we have things in the future that we'll do yeah. um but can, then we're can you get today. a picture of that up on oh, the yeah. gram because it's really cute yeah. we need that on the gram yeah. yeah but also what were you guys writing I already know the answer to this but I just want oh, you to, oh. because it's so cool like I think this is the coolest yeah. thing yeah so we well we kind of started to like on Instagram having like a mini like we didn't want to blog but we wanted like little mini insta yeah. Blurbs. Blurbs and things about motherhood and life and all the things and kind of some of the things that you guys are doing with the podcast. But also, we, I had a friend who worked for American Greetings and was writing 
uh, greeting cards. And so greeting cards. I started to do that, writing greeting cards. And mm -hmm. so that was really fun, too, to, like, play around with words. Like, did you way. know that actual humans wrote greeting cards? I mean, like, I get, I mean, like, I'm and being, like, kind no, of No, I know, well, but I, I used to go and be like, I who writes these yeah. things? And, and if we're going to, if, if we're going to be honest, one time right before the pandemic, we went out in the world and in Target, and, like, there was Lindsay's greeting card, like, right there staring so at us. So cool. Do you cards. have it? Yeah. I have, like, yeah. five of them. Oh yeah, we gosh. just went to every Target and, like, bought as many so as we could. So, you guys, like, I just think that's so cool that you guys have these greeting cards that you wrote. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. That's it was so cool. really fun and really yeah. fun to expand on the words and play with the words. And I think it's really cool to take sort of, like, large and encompassing feelings and try to put them into words because so many things I think are so beautiful that they almost can't be reduced to words. Right. So, yeah. But you, but that's a skill and you crushed it if you actually had cards that were printed in Target. Like, yeah. And it's for me so fun because I feel like you were so instrumental in drawing that out of me in a time where I was you know, had really young kids and I kind of put things on the back burner a little bit. And so that's cool too, because it's like being around people that kind of draw the gold in you. And that's just how you've been as a friend. And I feel like that was just very instrumental and still is, but in my life during that time too. Um, and it's always fun to have a buddy that does, you know, doing fun things with. So yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Too. So we just like think of you as like a connector of people, not just for us, but like, I just think when I think about you, like that's what I think of like that's just what that's your gift don't you think like um I do think like I always have kind of been like a connector of people I actually just had um a few women that have like small businesses be like oh my gosh like you're you're the one that connected us like do you know that you do that and sometimes I I don't really think that I do know that I do that and then I think I think part of me loves to do that because I just like when I'm passionate and excited about something, I want like other people to know about it. Yeah. And I want them, you know, to be connected and feel supported. I like love community, teamwork, and collaboration. So um, you're just a natural yeah. networker. Like you, you probably don't realize you're doing it. I think you it just do just it because it's like do. who you are. Like you're authentically doing it. Like yeah, you're like not it's, intentionally it's being like, I'm not. No, no it's, definitely un, it's, definitely, it's definitely authentic mm -hmm. and, and it's definitely unconscious. I think part of it, now that I have done a lot of growth and mindset work, I think part of me as such an external connector was my internal loneliness that I felt like a lot growing up. Yeah. And so I think that I like – it makes me connection makes me feel like safe and stable mm -hmm. yeah so I think it's just interesting to like know that like some of your superpowers are also things that you're like you know they have a flip side to yeah too. for sure they came out of a like I think that's always how our superpowers where they stem from they come from a place of refinement right like mm -hmm. there was an area of your life that maybe wasn't so great or wasn't how you wanted it to be and out of that bloomed this beautiful flower of like connecting people like so yeah. cool like you use that you know like that's yeah that's growth mindset that's like yeah well, that's what we're all about you know yeah it's yeah. taking yeah taking something that maybe necessarily isn't always easy and just you know growing something beautiful yes. from it mm -hmm. so. love that wait which leads me into my other thing your Instagram name is bravery bravery gardener so what inspired that? I think what originally inspired that was I used to be a teacher. I used to be a third grade teacher for 10 years. And I think very much so, like, 
my gift as a teacher was in a community of classroom learners, like making that community strong, helping everybody identify that everyone is good at something no matter what, and kind of growing, you know, bravery in whatever you're doing, whether it is, you know, trying to write a story for the first time or, um, you know, learning to read or, I don't know, just mm -hmm. taking a risk yeah. as a learner. The, those are ways that I think, like, I just wanted to grow bravery. I think as I got into Beauty Counter, it became even more of a way that, like, I think as you realize, as you put yourself out there, like, good things do grow and bloom. I know that you've both found that, like, in your businesses and you kind of, like, share things, they grow. And so just kind of helping people, whether it was my students or people on my team or even myself, like, step outside of my comfort zone and grow in those ways that, like, grows your bravery and then I think too also it's kind of evolved into me thinking that you know bravery kind of shows up in different ways like one person's you know it's it might be brave for somebody not necessarily to jump in like I had always interpreted before but more like observation mm -hmm. like my own daughter mm -hmm. she's a huge observer before then she'll step in yeah you know so just also um different forms of yeah, bravery the different forms of bravery and like how do you garden that like in yourself and in others how do you grow it how do you inspire it I love that how do you connect that. it mm -hmm. it's Good. so cool yeah so cool. it's very you I mean I love it it just yeah. like it, it was something that stuck out to me because I was like yeah. it is you and it's like what I think of like it's funny sometimes I'll go to text you and I'm like bravery. I'm like, wait, hold on, you're Michelle. Yeah, it's wait, funny because you show up in your text. No, 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 no. But I'm like in my head. I don't know. I just like have that in my head, like as you. You know, yeah, like, like who you are. I think yeah. it's interesting because when it's I first like started thing. it, like the tagline on my Instagram was "wannabe wannabe gardener of bravery and veggies," and what I realized was that like I wasn't just a wannabe of that. Like I was doing it. You know, mm -hmm. even if I didn't believe it sometimes for myself, I was able to put it on someone else that you could do it, even yeah, if I thought so I couldn't good. do it. Yeah. You know? I love that. That is so good. One time I walked into Lululemon. I may have talked about this on here. And the girl was like, the girl working was like, what are you shopping for? And I needed new running pants. I was going for a jog or whatever, and I wanted some pants. And she was like, are you a runner? And I was like, no. And she was like, well, do you run? And I'm like, yeah, I run. She's like, well, then you're a runner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's that same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you are a bravery gardener already. Yeah. You know, and it's just. I think that's a shift in, in mindset for people, too, is believing, yeah. like, sometimes you are even before you believe that you are yourself. Yeah. You know? For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I think that's what I was trying to tell you earlier, too, about, like, writing. It's like when you doubt yourself and you have somebody who draws stuff out of you. Mm -hmm. Not that I think that we should be in a place where we depend on that, but it's like such a bonus. It's like, a, it's just so awesome when somebody comes into your life to be like, wait, hold on, that is who you are, come back. Like, yeah. Come back into that gifting or come back into yeah. what you were doing. I mean, I had somebody the other day that was like, I miss your writing. And like, that was so cool to hear. And again, not that I like should like look around for words of affirmation everywhere, but it's so nice to like know that it mattered. Know, yeah, and just and to like it yeah. makes me be like, okay, this is yeah, like a yeah. Who and I am. we're community-based people. We are mm -hmm. we are supposed to be in community, and that's one of the reasons why. Like you said, it's not mm -hmm. like you were like can't get out of bed until someone affirms you, but when they do affirm you, like how 
that's just music to your ears, you know? Um, okay, this is like off script. Mm-hmm. Because we did make up, we did make up, a, we did right. make up a few questions, but this isn't okay. on there. Sorry, but we were talking. We mentioned already that you've done a lot of like mindset work and personal growth stuff. And like, what do you think inspired that? Um, I think I'm. In, I think in general, I would like categorize myself as like a seeker, like yeah, a seeker of like what. Lindsay's taking pictures. Sorry, I'm trying to. A seeker of, you know, like, how to be better. You know, I think that, like, I've learned through a lot of my own work that there's a big part of me that's always, like, striving to be enough. And so I'm always, like, seeking things that I think are going to make me better. I don't know in whose eyes. Maybe my own. Um, And I think a lot of the growth work has come from you know just I think when you get in your 40s too and maybe other people this happens earlier but you start to like look back in your life and you're like there's some patterns that I consciously want to not repeat Mm -hmm. right and so I'm going to like have to do some work mindset work consistency work to not repeat those yeah you know and I think the past couple years you know I think my you know my ability my channels to connect I have shifted and changed not only you know because we just went through like a pandemic but I personally like went through divorce I um you know I kind of changed my career path a couple times um and I just think in those ways it's made me want to kind of just you know seek more growth seek tools and empowerment and you know therapies and all kinds of things to understand myself yeah I love it too and I love like I love that you share that to inspire other people to do the same thing because not everybody's going to be in a place where they want I mean you have to be in a place where you want to grow and want to do those things there's a lot of people that don't like that is not a comfort zone no but I love that you like I think Part of your, um, I guess, just not like ability, but the way that you choose to be vulnerable with the people that you love to share that so that then they can be better too. Like, I feel like that's something that I really admire about you. It's like the ripple effect. Because all of us need, I mean, we're not, (laughs) we're all just kind of like a work in progress, you know? And so everybody can keep growing. And I definitely think that we all can. Sometimes I like to hold myself to like some sort of perfectionistic standard, but really like we all are just like growing and learning and changing and you know, you can't, you have to look back at the past a little bit in order to, you know, make the best future. But I think for me, I am really focused on like what are small changes and things that I can do in the present. So I don't repeat patterns, but I also just like am content with, yeah. That, and that is such a fine line, and I find that I'm, like, constantly walking that fine line of, like, growth and contentment at the same time and how those can intertwine in a, in a good way, right? Like, I feel like I'm the same way. Like, I'm constantly growing. I'm constantly changing, and I think that's really cool. But the downside to that where I think you have to be careful is, like, you also have to be really content with where you are, you know? And, like, if you're constantly forward-focused – 
are you content? You know? Yeah. And like, I think, too, like, part of that, too, is, like, you know, just, like, an acceptance. Like, yeah. I think I, like, surrendering to mm-hmm. the fact that, like, here is where I am and, like, accepting, you know, all the things. And, you know, the more, like, you try to resist or you try to shame yourself or you try to, you know, change certain things that, like, aren't ready to be changed, I think the more you're stuck. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that is, like, what you're saying. Like, I've had to be, like, okay, like, yes, I'm on this constant growth journey, but also, like, stop and look around at how far you have grown. Yes. Totally. What do you think, like, has helped you the most? Like, when you think, talk about all the different things that you've done to, you know, grow, like, throughout the past few years, like, when there's changes up, like, what, what has helped you the most? I think one thing that helped me, um, I mean, I, I do think that I definitely had these past couple years, like, a, like a little bit of a cocooning stage where I was, like, I had to like quiet all the voices in order to hear my own a little bit more. But I think one thing that really helped me these past couple years is I did like um, a kind of a community-based women's counseling therapy group. And it was eight women all over the country that were sort of experiencing the same sort of feelings that I was. Again, there was no like determined outcome for how those feelings were, where those feelings were supposed to lead you, but it was basically just like women like holding other women in a space of like understanding and just like whatever you brought to the table, like that was okay. You know, it was like all the things, you know, and I think um, that was kind of like just for me, I think what I've felt like in the past few years is like I am a connector and I, I think. I have always loved like being connected to lots of people, almost like, I mean, it's like a weird word, but like collection, you know, like yeah. it's like I love being connected to so many people, but at the same time, like, I'm not sure I was always showing, you know, I always, I think, like, I wrote this down, like, the biggest thing for me in mindset is like teaching myself to show up even when it's not like the best version of myself. Like, I always want to show up as like happy, sunny, bubbly, golden light Michelle. And if that version can't show up, I'd rather, like, just step out. Mm-hmm. And I think, and in turn, that, like, protects me, but it also, like, doesn't necessarily take you to the depth with people because you don't allow them to see the parts of you that, like, you know, maybe aren't that awesome. Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then also, like you said, there's a vulnerability in showing those parts that aren't that you know, too, yeah. and letting people know that, And there's like, growth in that. And there's growth in that. And yeah. there's also then, you know, an, an ability for other people to be like, yeah, me too. Like, yeah. I'm that way too. Right. Well, we talked about that one time before, but just, like, it's like when you are vulnerable, it just unlocks so much stuff for other people around you. It also really, like, exemplifies, like, who the, rela- the relationships that you have in your life that are just, like, withstanding. Like, they're going to go through the storm with you. Good, bad, ugly, whatever. Yeah. And I think part of that is, like, you can't get there if you don't show those cards. Right. You know, you just can only go so deep. And I feel like... It's just a surface-level relationship unless you have... Yeah, and not everybody can do it, and that's okay. Not everybody in your life is meant to do that either. Right. But I think, like, there is just something special about... I think all of us are that way, about, like, being like, oof. I don't like this right now, but here I yeah, am. Yeah, I'm like kind of like sitting in the discomfort. Like I think I was kind of good at like supporting other people through those things, but then yeah. also like when it was time to look at my own discomfort 
for my own ways that I was, you know, not maybe applying the most healthy patterns. Yeah. It was like very hard for me to do that. And so again, it's like more of an inward lens versus such an outward lens. Yeah. I like that. You know? Me yeah. too. So I was really hoping you were going to talk about that, that group, because I just yeah. think that's so cool. Will you tell us like a little bit more yeah, about how so, you found that group and like how it all formed and came together? Yeah. So it was just, you know, mid 2020 during the pandemic, you know, I was just really having some, um, I think, you know, once a lot of the, you know, once everybody was pretty much like confined to their houses, we were, you know, you just had a lot more time to think and, you know, a lot of things were quieted but that made a lot of other things become a lot louder. And I, um, you know, as you know, we all have been on the gram during that time a lot. Um, I found this group in, um, in New York City, uh, this therapy group in New York City, and I had been following her, um, like Mindful Fit, and she, I just resonated with like, you know, all of the things that she was saying all the time. And I noticed that they did a lot of like women's groups and I hadn't heard of any like women's therapy groups like that. Um, And this group in particular was, you know, like women considering divorce. And so they had eight different spots and this Instagram account had like 500,000 followers and I wrote out my questions, you know, we love to write, so I like wrote out my answers to the questions and my thoughts, and I just thought, yeah, I don't know, that's like a long shot, and I don't really even know if that was what I was considering at the time, or even if I was able to like speak that out loud, but I just felt like I was sort of in a place where I felt really like I didn't really know what to do next, that I had tried the things that I knew to do, and I didn't really know what to do next, so I... Um, applied for this and then I just got a note that um, the next day that they like had it they'd written that my application one of eight. and that I was going to be one of the eight people um, uh. yeah and so we just you know I went and um, sat like in my friend's basement every Thursday night for like two and a half hours and it was just you know it was just like a therapy group people telling their story her leading us through some visualizations, you know, me realizing that I had a lot of, um, you know, things from my childhood that were coming up and bubbling up, um, and just, you know, kind of communicating those out and, like, sorting through those feelings. Um, Again, no expectation, you know, where you should end up. In fact, you know, four people did end up not in their marriages, but four people stayed in their marriages, so it wasn't like, it was pretty much a 50-50 split. Cool. Um, and just, the, you know, those women are still super important to me, like, went to Arizona with them, went you to met Palm them. Springs with them. Twice. Yeah, went twice in person. Okay. We're planning to, you know, be together again. Um, all eight? Did all eight go? Mm-hmm. Wow. We're planning to be together again uh, in June. So, I mean, and it's definitely, like, we have a, we have a ch- chat that we chat on a lot, almost daily, I'd say. Like, people are, like, you know, saying something about what's going on. And it's just a very real group, you know, just very, like, here's all the things. Yeah. And, 
no judgment because we all have a lot of pain. Right. You know? Yep. So it was so cool. a, it was a really cool, very good group. And I highly recommend like doing any kind of women's group like that. Do you yeah. feel like it was helpful because you have a lot of I feel like we're similar like you have a lot of friends that stem back from like back in the day mm-hmm. do you feel like that group in particular was helpful because they got to meet you just like in this space and time and they didn't have any like yeah it was like a new fresh friendship kind of thing yeah I feel like it was helpful because it was like there was no lens of me at any point in my life yeah. you know I mean there was no it was like here I am here are the things that I'm bringing here I mean and honestly you could be like here's here's the deepest and darkest and lightest and all the places and they had no lens of it like they just had the lens that was my narrative of what was happening because you know in every story there's multiple narratives like and everybody like contributes and has their part of the story but they only knew like my piece you know and so they were looking at it through you know the the experiences that I that I brought to them and so, yeah, I think that was really big because, you know, they had no connection to my everyday life either. Like, they had no stake or stance mm-hmm. into how any of it was going to go. It was just, you know, I could have, you know, lived the rest of my life and probably never touched theirs again. You know right. What I mean? So, right. yeah, I that's think really when cool. you are that vulnerable, like, and raw and just, like, open with a group of people, you do become, like, very close with them you know yeah and that has to be like a whole other level because I think that like you if you're open and vulnerable and raw with the people that you're like super close with in real life and then you like have a birthday party the next weekend and then you're like see it's like a different context it feels like oh why did I just I don't know it's just like a different scenario I think it's yeah. like a beautiful almost like yeah. I don't know like there wasn't guilt that I had just laid this in front of them and then I'm going to ha- you're going to have to then show yeah, them like my I- everyday life to 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 you know and it's Again, like, they were solely there to help me sort out my own narrative, yeah, right? Cool. You know? So it was like... They were like your self-healing unicorns. Like, you didn't have <laughs> yeah. to... They didn't have yeah. to play any other role. Yeah, like that's that. very... That's very um, unique, right? Like, Super unique. Yeah. yeah. Even your best friends, as much as they can try to do both, support you in your everyday life and be your emotional unicorns, like... Yeah, yeah, but they difficult. also know. They also like know your history and know where you are. They're just right, invested in different and, ways. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm not saying like don't say, you know. You yeah, know what I'm trying to say. yeah. Like yeah. that's yeah. just like a cool. It's almost yeah. like if you're starting counseling or therapy, like it's nice just to be like, okay, I'm going into a fresh new person who knows nothing about me, who I can like, yes. you know, say all these things. I feel like that experience too, though, like was so heavy and like it just like it's it was you know exhausting in some ways that like when you're saying like. Like, I actually still see the therapist that ran that group. I see her, like, once a month, saw her yesterday. And it is interesting just, like, how you still, like, continue to, like, uncover layers about things and feelings about things. And while we no longer do the group, like, we definitely, like, meeting with her once a month is really good. And even when we were in Palm Springs, like, when the group was all together, like, we called her in, saw her new baby. Oh, she wasn't there. But you, like, the therapist wasn't. Because obviously, like... You've just that's not made she's her. not wanting yeah. I mean she doesn't really want to be yeah. a <laughs> central part of our lives yeah right but like you know and I just I do think that group of women was especially unique and cool too because we were all very unique and different like very different careers mm-hmm. very different 
you know, spaces and places, New York City, Colorado, you know, Ohio, other places, and it just, yet all of us had daughters, which I think oh, was interesting, interesting and, and kind of powerful because yeah, it was cool. like, what do you want, like, uh, ult- ultimately, what do you want for your daughter? Yeah. In every area of your life, yeah. right? Yeah. How do you want to empower your daughter? That's cool. Well, when you so, started, when I asked one you. One didn't have daughters, but she had no sons either. She didn't know oh. yet, but. When I asked you about, like, what started your self-care growth journey, like, and you started to speak, that's what came to my mind was, like, that's probably what started my journey was, like, my daughter, right? Mm -hmm. Like, she was born, and, man, she was a sponge, and she took in everything I did, and I wanted to make sure that everything I did was going to serve her. And I feel like that's, I don't know, that for me facilitated, like, wanting to be the best version of myself but also being vulnerable with not being the best you know like yeah. I wanted to and also I wanted to give her that yeah everything you do isn't going to serve her right and that's humanity totally right and I feel like that's where even just talking with the therapist yesterday she's like where do you see like you not being so critical or profession perfectionistic about yourself and your parenting and I think right. it comes from you know I see myself now being like with my girls especially my older one being like you know helping her understand that there are multiple emotions that exist in every situation joy and grief can exist together and also you know I will make a mistake and then when I do make a mistake like I will try to own that instead of and work through it. it yeah 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 and that's a gift to give her right the world ain't perfect, and we don't need our daughters to I know. to think that it is. But we teach, we give them the tools to work through it, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, I have one more question. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your friendship love language? Like, you know the five love languages? Yeah. Like, what would you say, I mean, I said friendship because I don't know who it came out, but, like, what as a friend or as like a community like we talked about you being a connector of women like what is your love language what do you like to pour out and then what makes you feel known and loved receiving um I think okay well two two things to that first of all okay you asked me earlier and I just want to point this out like who the most influential like people in my life have been and I would say like not to not name names, but to be like, I think I'm very attracted as I look back at my life to like women that have strong boundaries because I didn't realize, or that like really passionately believe in things or like have a stance of what they're gonna put up with because I didn't necessarily always have that for myself. So, and I think too, like women that are going to like, you know, like that, you know, they show up even when you know, they feel like they can't because, again, those are things that I don't necessarily feel like I've always done, so it's, like, reiterating for me. But I feel like my friendship love language, maybe even sort of based on that, is um, feeling that someone, like, really knows me and they, like, love me anyway. So whether that's through, like, my style or my words or even, like, you know, like, here's a gift (laughs) that, like, really is your style and they like really know you because I think in the end like what really gets me is that like I want to know that like I matter the way like you matter to me like I saw in you and Mm -hmm. you're you also see in me something that like you won't forget yeah so 
Um, I, I feel like you're a, ve- you're a very good gift giver. You're such a gift giver. Yeah. And, like, not say? just a gift giver. Like, it's, like, bomb gift giver. It's, like, it's like you my, give, my, my like, mom. You're a very good best, gift giver. Like, most intentional, thoughtful, even, like, extravagant, I would say. Like, I feel like you, like, not extra, okay. Like, you just, you see something that reminds you of someone, and it, like, doesn't even matter. Like, you would, yeah. well, give, like, a shirt off your back. But, like, I just feel like you just know that that's for somebody. Yeah. I just, yeah. I think I, that's really Yeah, cool. so maybe that is, like, I think because it's, like, you know, it kind of just goes in that place of like, I, I think we, I know you, and so I want you to know me. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if I always consciously realize that until the last couple of years that so much of what we do is also what we need. You know. Yeah. Oh, for so sure. So that's totally. something that I feel like I didn't totally realize. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're such a good friend. I mean, this is a podcast, so you can't really see Michelle, but Michelle's always, like, in the brightest, fun colors. You're just, you are, like, a ray of sunshine. Wow, Even thanks, in buddy. the midst of, like, all the seasons of life, I do think, like, you emit this joy, and I feel like you have an ability to, like, see the best in people and see the positive in scenarios, you know, and I don't know. Like, people just love being around you. Probably why you have trouble with boundaries because everybody wants an easier time. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody wants to be your friend. We do. Uh, um, I am so thankful to be on your podcast and be your first guest. And I know that both of you are going to bless everyone with your teachings and your wisdom. And both of you are bright lights. So thanks for having me today. Yes, thanks for having you guys. Michelle has a rainbow necklace on right now and bright pink socks, just to like give you a little. But like not not a rainbow necklace and like a like Ruby has a rainbow necklace. You know, (laughs) it's like it's like it's like tasteful and soulful. Like such as and like yeah, you're just you're just great. I just want like I feel like I I like to see beauty everywhere I go. Yeah, love that. Love you guys. And then I have my black tank top. <laughs> I guess like my one mindset takeaway, since this is our mindset thing, oh, yeah, it's yeah. just What's like, yeah, just like keep, um, you know, just like keep moving forward. And even when you feel like your mindset isn't great, like, you know, just it's a new day. Mm-hmm. Let's start again. Every day. Every day is a new and day. And what a blessing to have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good word. Thank you Kat. for thank you for reminding us that thank you for reminding your podcast host that we were supposed to give a takeaway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. If you no, know. no, we it's are. Like, no, we it are. Is. It's the perfect time for a ta- for Michelle's takeaway. <laughs> no, truly. Can you tell that we just uh, started? I love it. Just we're winging it. We're winging it. But that's, it. that's, that's the best way to learn. It's just yes. like on the go. You can't overthink things. Thanks no. for reminding me not to do that. Yeah. Thanks for listening in, everyone. Right. Bye. 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 Bye.